0: I think I think we're sitting on this set right now. We are living in a freaking bubble. Let's no go doubt, West, I'm not arguing. With you let's go that. to West Dallas, just down the street here, and see kids that whose grandmothers live with them who are you know are are diabetics and they can't get out of the bed and they're living in a shanty like that that's what that's what i'm saying we are privileged and there's a number of us that are privileged a large percent of this country that is privileged to do whatever they want to do my my problem is like if i want to if i'm in california these mandates are coming down and i just don't have the resources i'm just gonna have to suffer through this care okay, of his body that, that's okay we're gonna go through gray areas but i'm just saying oh gray
1: areas you just made us you, no, no, you made a scenario of you made a scenario of hey two dudes walk in there's one bed left equal, who do you serve equal, well, equal. there's two plenty bins, of beds left
0: equal people two bins walk in uh huh. one bin has not gotten vaccinated the other bin has gotten vaccinated. back
1: uh-huh. so same same exact same dude walks in it's it's
0: that's going to be up to it, it that's,
1: that's that's a that's a call that a doctor has got to make. And if if I've got to right. say no to somebody and I've got to say I've got to say hey, you can't go here but you've got to go to this other hospital because look, we've made this huge deal about not enough beds, not enough beds, not enough beds. No, we have enough beds. Mm-hmm. We have enough capacity. We just don't want to put more people in to serve. There's room in the hospitals, but the COVID units are this. Mm-hmm. We only have these many beds. We're putting a limit on the beds. Like, no, because guess what? The rest of the hospital, you haven't let anybody else in the rest of the hospital because we're shutting everything down. Well, so hey, to look, say a gray no area, problem. yeah, like, look, it, it just, if you've gotten vaccinated or not, look, yeah, that was your choice. You've got the consequences. And you made a choice, and, you know, you're still here. Like, you've got to make a judgment call at that point as a doctor, right? That's where training is like, okay, hey, look, if I have to choose between one of you, we're going to draw straws. It ain't going to be that way. <laughs> i'm just saying straws. but like but again straws.
0: look you're gonna go you're gonna relate to whatever you can relate to right yeah that's i I, I, totally re- I totally agree i
1: totally agree right and, and look and i am i am a huge advocate and this is what drives me crazy is it's hard because i'm a huge advocate and look dude you reap what you sow like if you chose not to do it and you feel like you're healthy enough to do it like Absolutely. look dude there's consequences to it if yes. you're gonna put yourself at risk and you feel like and i'm above it it is what look, that's dude it is what sides, it is right
0: yes that's on both sides so if i get vaccinated that is on me, like, what are the side effects that there possibly could be? Now, I got to deal with those consequences, yeah. right, yep. Yep. as a person that got vaccinated. Because mm-hmm. let's be real about this. Once we went through this vaccination process, there wasn't a whole lot of testing. No. Wasn't. I mean, this thing no. happened so fast. Yeah. That, I mean, half the people were like, I'm not doing this because we haven't tested this long enough. I talked no. to my mother about them. I had to convince my mother to go get vaccinated because no. she was like, no way. Yeah. You know what they did to, to, to the to the African-Americans? Uh, years ago, they used to run tests in Tuskegee. They used to run tests T- test on us, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that that was. I had to convince yeah. her to do so, right? Yeah. So, I understand there, there might be repercussions to the fact that you have you get vaccinated, but vice versa mm-hmm. on the opposite side as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, whatever. If you didn't get
1: your vaccination, yeah.
0: I can't feel sorry for. No, you. no. it's just. I, and I'm not asking for you. I'm yeah. not. Yeah,
1: I'm not asking. I think yeah if you're in a scenario it's like hey look you made the conscious decision not to it's That's available right. to everybody you made the conscious decision you've got to fall in line behind if you're in competition for it look i mean i i would probably say yeah look the nods got to go here but like it's also it's also unfortunate right that the best defense of this virus is being in good health right is getting vitamin D not having not having so diabetes I think that, that's, obesity. A great thing.
2: that's a great thing that that's a that's a very I easy agree. fix for I, I totally
1: agree i totally agree so it's the same deal it's like oh yeah i'm just gonna get a shot you know and, and i'm right. good but i'm gonna keep doing all this other stuff for my health well you get it right and the vaccine has proven not to eliminate they, no, the side effects of it right no, no. so yes it reduces the risks but like okay if you're still 500 pounds or, you know, you have diabetes and your diet's terrible and all these things. And look, I, look everybody has reasons for that. And I'm not saying like you're a bad person because of that. But at the same time, you also made a decision to put yourself at risk. Mm-hmm. So we got to look at both consequences. Like which one's more dangerous, to be overweight and out of shape and have diabetes or to not get the vaccine? Yeah. Which one's more dangerous? Yeah, the overweight, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, that I did sense. hear a
2: perspective the other day because I'm with you, Tyler. I did hear a perspective the other day, though, that made me think is, yes, that's very true. Being in good shape gives you a much better opportunity to to do well through this. However, it is a novel virus. We don't know much about it yet. Mm-hmm. And you can't get somebody in shape and it's not an instant fix. Uh-huh. Whereas a vaccine is a, hey, in a pandemic, yeah. there is this medicine available to us. Right. That we can utilize, we we can now. Let's let's table the obesity part for a second. Yeah. Let's do what we can to save as many lives as we can. Yeah, and then let's attack the obesity. But the problem is we've been doing obesity for yeah
1: forever. Ever, ever. and yeah. we just get, it's yeah. going yeah. the wrong it, it's yeah. going the wrong direction.
2: Right. People are getting worse. So for, what are the numbers over time?
0: So what are the numbers at state?
2: I wanted I did want to ask you something though, real quick, Darren, about your mom and, and her hesitancy. If you don't mind mm-hmm. going down that path, so. Let me ask you this. Did your mom know anybody who had bad effects personally from, no. from the vaccine? It's,
0: you know what it is? It's, I'll just call it what it is. It's a trust. Sure. She doesn't trust the government. Right. Right? And that's always, it's historically been the case yes. in, in the uh, African community. You don't trust Rightfully the government. Rightfully so. And, for rightful Rightfully reasons, so. right? So, but that's that was a part of it. Like, it, it's almost like, I had to go through an education process with my mother on this because I, for me it was, hey, look, you're going to be around the family. The family wants to be around you. And let's cut to the chase. My mother is 76 years old. I want yeah. her to spend as much time mm-hmm. with her family as possible. Is it the cure all, the vaccine the cure all? No, it's not. Because she could still get it, but the chances were a little different. I yeah. looked at him as okay, I need to weigh these options. Mm-hmm. She needs to get the vaccine so yeah. she can be around her grandkids. Yeah, yeah. and
1: again, again, your your mother's 76 years old, right? Yeah. Is is I and I'll just I'm gonna speak personally and 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 my wife has made her own individual decision. If she decided to get the vaccine, hey, I'm for it. But my personal decision is 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 the risk for me on the unknown is it is it enough for me to get it at this point right now or is hey listen I feel like my risk level is a lot lower than than your mother who's mm-hmm. 76 right. right who who has experienced a, a more life than I have mm-hmm. but I think it look yeah look if I was at risk yeah like I I would pro- I would take the vaccine for mm-hmm. sure With the unknowns, like, yeah, I wish there was more research, there was more knowledge, there's more science behind it. But for me right now, it's like, okay, there's just there's not enough to make me feel good about
2: Mm -hmm. it. But also part of your hesitancy, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you've you had COVID. So you have the natural immunity. I yeah. never had COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I never got... Unless if I did, I didn't know it. and never yeah. tested positive. Yeah. So for me, I made the personal choice when I looked at everything. Yes, I'm healthy. Yes, more than likely, mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. But I looked yeah. at it as, I'm going to catch this eventually. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. all going to get it eventually. Yeah. I might as well have some sort of protection on top right. of just my normal, natural being right. in good health. Right. Whereas yeah. you've made the decision... I already have that based on having COVID. Yeah, right. I don't need an extra. And there's not enough. It's, it's the short-term versus long-term. It's almost like a, a discussion of short-term versus long-term gratification, meaning, hey, we don't know anything about this yet, but for the short-term, it's going to fix me, so I'm yeah. going to take it. Yeah. Whereas we might find out in five years, I'm going to grow another third year or right. you know whatever. Right. We don't know that. But in the short-term, I made the personal decision. My wife made the personal decision. And it's so interesting to me that it's become so – Divisive. I wonder out loud, and I wonder out loud with you guys, if it had been any other time, meaning not in an election year, would this, would this have become and been the same divisive discussion as it is? Did the, did the timing have anything to do with it, it, it coming down right in an election year? Do y'all think it had anything to do with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's been
0: politicized to the Right, hilt. Yeah. right.
2: And, and, and so for like your mother, you know, her hesitancy, and we talked about this a little before, if, if 10% of the population passes away from this virus, now all of a sudden it's a, hey, I'm trying to preserve self. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to, to stay alive. 10% yeah. is a massive number. Yeah. Right, whereas right now it's only point whatever, point zero whatever percent. And again, I, I'm coming, I'm coming to this conversation mm-hmm. as somebody that hasn't been personally affected, nor do I have. I had a family member or a close friend personally affected. Yeah. So I'm coming in from affected that.
0: affected with COVID.
2: With COVID. Well, not well, to not like, to severe. Yeah, yeah. they got yeah, sick, but nothing right. severe that's been mm. life altering or life changing. Yeah. I totally understand if somebody's listened to this, or if you two have had a family member. Oh, yeah. that, that passed away from yes. the virus or, or yeah. with the virus however it is I totally understand that there's a different perspective coming in. Mm. My perspective is though that we've made it a bigger deal uh-huh. when you really look at the numbers yeah yeah and so but I, but I uh, want to yeah. be gracious and knowing that yeah. that's my perspective yeah. Yeah. And
1: here's and here's the other thing is is that having gone the amount of time right like during the time the time that you did it like I, it was literally like okay, hey look I'm, I'm very seriously considering this. But because the information that was available at that time, it was like, yes, like, this is a great solution. This is a great deal. This is awesome. But as, as we go, more and more information comes out, right? And the longer we go, yeah. the more I'm learning, okay, hold on. Like, initially you said, hey, you have to get the vaccine because you've got to protect everybody else. Okay, we're learning now that the vaccine has nothing to do with you getting it, carrying it, and passing it. It doesn't protect you from that. It doesn't stop you from doing that. So you are more likely to spread the, spread the virus if you are vaccinated and don't show symptoms because you don't have symptoms, right? And you're carrying the virus and you can spread it. I mean, think about all the people that have been vaccinated, which is great that look, it's proving to be effective in reducing symptoms or eliminating symptoms, but you are still a carrier of it. So there was all this early shaming on why you didn't get the vaccine. So the challenge that I have is just it's changed so much over the last six to nine months. I just I don't know. And and I'm more confused today about it than I was when it came out in January. And so again, I just, I mean, allow me to collect the data that, that makes me feel comfortable. And you should have the choice to do so.
2: Yeah. You and, have the choice and that, to do so. And that's a great point, Tyler, that there's no leeway for confusion right now. Uh, yeah. If you're confused, that means yeah. you're anti-vax. Yeah. If you're not sure and you are uh, wanting to do your research, that means it's are yeah. anti, like you yeah. want to kill people. Yeah. That's just not the case. Yeah. We, we've not given each other grace in this time of saying, hey, I, I'm a little hesitant. I want to I yeah. research this a little bit. Let's, let's see this over. I waited. I didn't get it. Darren, you got it right when, it, no, when you were available. No, no,
0: I, I didn't. I, I waited because the reason why I waited is because, first of all, we didn't have enough understanding of what what the side effects possibly could be. That was one. I had already had COVID before Mm -hmm. uh, in June 2020. So my wife and I sat back and said, well, why do we want to get vaccinated if we've already had COVID? So then for you personally, what was the tipping point? The tipping point for me was talking to a number of doctors. Uh, Another thing is is I I travel and I speak at a lot of events. And I had a a client that I was going to go speak to in Seattle that said, hey, look, you're going to have to at some point when you do this – you're going to have to be you know, vaccinated. You're going to show a card. And that's the one that got to me was, okay, well, I do get on planes. I'm traveling all over the country. What's, what's this going to look like? What's this going to look like when I want to go on vacation with my family to, to Mexico or do – for me, that's where the information started to come in. And I started thinking, okay, well, look, I'm going to be – out there. I'm going to yeah. be, I want to live my, my regular lifestyle. I want to be around my mother and my, my rest of my family that much older than I am. I
1: need to get vaccinated. Well, and
0: that's all, I, that's all I knew back yeah. then. So that's why I went and got And back that,
1: that was the time where we were learning. Okay. Hey, you can't catch it a second time. Right. Like you're not, you're not fully immune after you get it. Right. right. You, you, the, the second, wave of cases was coming out. So it was like, okay, you actually can catch it again. So, yeah. so I, I totally understand it. And again, and to your point, right, is like we are, we are so dead set on, hey, you need to do what I believe. Like you need to do to your body what I believe I need to do for my body, right? And there's a double standard across the board. And I just, I wish that as, as a country, we can look at each other and say, hey, listen, like it's now you are not putting me in any more danger by being vaccinated or not vaccinated. You are the same risk as you are if you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated, okay? So that is your choice. Now, look, if there was if there was science that said, hey, listen, you can't spread the vaccine to anybody else, you're telling me that I would choose not to protect somebody else? I would do anything and everything I could to protect my family, to protect those in, that I interact, to protect strangers. I mean, I can't tell you how many times just in public, like, I, I've put myself at risk trying to, whatever, however serious it was, but just try to protect somebody, pull them out of a fight, push them out of the way of getting hit. I mean, whatever it is, like I would do anything I could to protect somebody, but the science isn't there to show that. So now it becomes, hey, do I want, do I feel at risk enough and do I want to make this decision to protect myself or, or my kids because my wife and I have a mutual decision to make about our children, okay, and it's our decision as parents, nobody else's, and I'm firm on that. And I made that decision. So look, and, and like you said, it's self-preservation. If I truly thought that I was going to be safer because of it, of course I would do it. I want to live as long as I possibly can. But I just don't have enough information to feel like these, the benefits right now are strong enough to take it. Now here's another scenario is the NFL. The NFL is, is penalizing guys if they are unvaccinated and they spread COVID within their locker room. But if you are vaccinated and you spread COVID within the locker room, no penalty because you're vaccinated. I think that's bull. We just had a pastor on not too long. Ago, so I'm not going yeah, to, I think you it's BS. You I think it's absolutely BS because here's the thing is I was in a position when I played is that you put that in front of me and say, Hey, not only is your family's livelihood on the line, your teammates livelihood and their families are on the line." online. If you don't get vaccinated, you know what I'm going to do? Psh, stick me up, man. Shoot me. Up. I don't care. I'm going to get it because I'm not going to do that to those people. But I think that's BS because you, because just because, just because I'm an employee of this organization, now I have to, I have to put something in my body, whether I'm comfortable with it or not.
0: No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you have, the choice no, to walk you have a I, choice to no,
1: walk away. No, 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 no. Because the decision doesn't just affect me. It affects other people's families. If it just affected me, yeah, for sure.
2: Well, the counter no. the counter argument though is yes, you could walk away. Right. You yeah. could be very uncomfortable in that My scenario. My family's livelihood. Right. My yeah.
1: family's yeah, life. It's not
0: me. Okay, but that, well, see It's now. not
1: just me. No. Right. I no. would go, shoot. I would go live on a beach a or at a, at a at a ski resort somewhere. Okay. I'd be Wait fine if it Wait. was just me. Is this a publicly
0: is the NFL a publicly owned company?
1: No, it's a, it's, a, it's a non-profit.
0: It's a non-profit, right? Uh-huh. So
1: most of the the, the the
0: organization, the team's run by privately held, right? Basically, the Dallas Cowboys are owned That's by right. the Joneses, right? That's right. So he can set his own mandates across the board. To say, NFL hey,
1: imposes fines. The NFL will uh, impose fines on you and your teammates. Okay, so we've always gone through this through the NFL, right? right. If the
0: NFL says something, whatever, whatever it may be, laid hit or... Uh, helmet to helmet, boom, they impose fine. They just throw it in there and say, hey, this year, $75,000 if you do that, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's just a part of it, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you, either you play by the rules or you don't, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the rules are laid out by the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I get it, man. I, I totally understand. I don't like mandates. I don't like people are telling me what I can and what I can't do with my body, right? Mm-hmm. Across the board, and this goes across every board. Whether you be religious, a pro-life, whatever it is, across the board, I don't want people telling me what to do with my body. And I totally agree with you on that. But when it comes to a, 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 the NFL, they've always impo- imposed themselves on us. Yeah. Right? So what's different now than from what's been going on forever? Like mm-hmm. if they say everybody's going to do A, B, and C, you still have a choice to say, well, I'm not playing this year. I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. Live with it. Yeah. The yeah. other side of it is, all right, like most of the guys have done, they went and got
1: vaccinated. That's right. And I would too. too that's what I'm saying. Is I would. I would go get vaccinated. I'm saying that's even the choice even, that I would make, even, even, even if know. I was uncomfortable with yeah. it. Yeah. No doubt. Because, because again, if it, ju- if it was just me, I'd walk, I'd walk away from the game. No problem. Right. Like, Hey, if this, if it was that important to me, but for me, it's not that it's that important or not important. Like I don't, I don't agree with vaccination. I don't agree with not getting vaccinated. I'm literally, I just don't have an opinion because right. I don't have enough information to feel right. comfortable to lean one side or the other. I'm just in the middle. So I just haven't been vaccinated. Yeah. yet. And you know? it's
0: a shame. It's a, what's a shame is that people are actually shaming us. That's, For not getting vaccinated or getting back, whatever it is like you, you, it's like God always says, this is your temple. You decide
1: what's Mm -hmm. good for yourself. Right. And that's how it should be. And, and listen, I'm, I am all look uh, my faith teaches it. The book that the book that I believe to be the truth says it, look, we are called to follow the laws of man. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and if it is a law, it is what it is just like our military. And I've brought this example up. Like our military may not agree with our president but that is their commander in chief and they're going to do what he says. Like there is, there is a point, but there is also a point where it's like, okay, hold on. Like, why, why are we doing this? And I am not a conspiracy theorist. All these people are like, well, they're trying to do this and they, and they're trying to implement, they're going to put something into us and they're trying, Hey, look, let me clear this up for anybody that's listening right now. People are not that smart. Our government, if you talk to any politician They are not smart enough to put this intricate of a plan together to trick our entire country into doing something. They are not that smart. With that being said, they're also not that smart. So there's things that are going through that shouldn't be going through or they're pushing things through because, hey, they're getting influence or pressure this way. Look, there's not this big conspiracy theory. The government's trying to hold us down. They're tricking into us. They're going to make us communists. They're doing this. Look, there's just a lot of dumb people out of the out there that are in positions that they shouldn't be in. And not enough leaders are stepping up to actually fill those roles or do or make an impact. You want change, Go make change. Step into that role. Work for your city. Be a state representative. Be a senator. Run for those things. Do something. But like, don't have this whole conspiracy theory and band people together because they're trying to hold us down and they're trying to impose this and trying to trying to. Nah, they're not that smart. If you've talked to any politician, hey, I love I love you guys. They're just people. They're not any smarter than any of us. And it, Ben, do you think that you could demise a plan to trick the entire country into taking a vaccine? <laughs> I mean, I you probably but. could. <laughs> See, I know, no, you, I, th- I know you think you could. <laughs> is it realistic? No. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. And,
2: and, and, it, and that, it raises an interesting discussion, <coughs> though, because, we, you know, talking about the NFL mandate, yeah. and you, you do it, you comply if you want to be a part of the NFL. Yeah. The question is, what if an entire how many players in there? 1,400 players in the league, something uh, like that? 20, what if everybody 20. got together and said, hey, we're not doing this? Uh-huh. Then what do they say? Right? We just had that example with Southwest Airlines. They had a bunch of cancellations. Pilots all got together and said, no, this mandate is, is – oh. we're not going to comply to this. Yeah. And now Southwest is, re, you know, repealing yeah. that mandate. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I want to go back. I'll so you do – ha- we, we had a couple of these. We, got, we yeah. got a couple of these. Okay. So there was a large number of people that did not want to stand for the national anthem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A couple of years ago. Right. And this yeah. is just it always depends on what side you're on here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there was a large number of African-American players who stood up and said, hey, we're not going to stand because of the rights. This, this is a rights movement. This is about the, uh, violence and, and uh, inner city violence and police brutality and blah, blah, blah. Right. And there was a tremendous backlash. Mm-hmm. So if those players would have banded together all Fourteen hundred players, whatever they were banded together and said, You know what we're not stand we we're, we're not going to stand for the national we're going to take a knee mm mm-hmm. How would the rest of us have felt? How would the rest of the people have felt? Depends
2: like, on your perspective.
0: It depends on your perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's all of what we're talking about right now. It just depends on your yep. perspective and where you sit on what side of the fence you sit right. on.
2: Yeah, there's no solution there's that we can come up with, the no. three of us today, no. No. to solve all this. No. You're going to come into any argument. And that, it can be as serious as this. It can be as dumb as what restaurant you want to go to. Uh-huh. You're going to come in with your past. And with your experience, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what—that's the lens you're going to make these decisions. Right. on. I think the problem that a lot of people have is whenever outside entities are now starting to tell me what to do, like you said, Darren, don't tell me what to do with my own body. Absolutely, I agree with you. I—I—I'm against overreach, mm-hmm. but I do recognize that there needs to be some boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Because you know, like you said, Todd, I don't think I, I also don't buy into the fact that this is some major conspiracy. I truly do that think that a percentage at least at least a majority are trying to do their best. They don't know, they don't have the answers. They're trying to do their best to get us through this thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't know if you guys listen to the Joe Rogan with Doctor Sanjay Gupta uh, podcast Portion that was it, yeah. that was out just, just a few weeks out, ago. Yeah. So Doctor Sanjay Gupta is a CNN, one of the CNN uh, contributors, yeah. and Joe Rogan is anti-CNN, mm-hmm. CNN, mm-hmm. and they had a in, very interesting conversation because they came at it from da- very different perspectives, but they listened to each other, mm-hmm. they respected what each other had to say, mm-hmm. they called each other out, yeah. they challenged each other, yeah. but they they took a they took three hours to form a relationship, mm-hmm. and I left that. That conversation, just listening, feeling inspired, feeling hopeful that we can do more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got to take it offline, though. You can't yeah. just—I don't know Tyler, you know at Tyler Ty Klutz. I don't know who that is. Yeah. So I'm just going to put my shot in on social media, and then I'm done. All I all I know about Tyler is that one comment he said on that thread. That's right. I don't know anything mm-hmm. else else about him. Mm-hmm. Whereas the difference is they those two men who had dip, very different perspectives came together and actually formed a relationship and it was a very productive it gave me things to think about because i was more siding with joe rogan's perspective Mm. but it also gave me some some things to think about from the other side that's right Mm. and the biggest thing that i took away was we're just trying to figure this out yeah this is a novel vibe we don't know yeah and that's and that's exactly right i mean we hear something
1: right and and we we choose to hear what we already believe to reinforce what we believe that's just, that's just nature. That's what we do. We gravitate towards people that, that think like us, mm-hmm. that look like us, right. that come from... That's what we naturally mm-hmm. gravitate to, right? Whether, whatever. Uh, but, so, same with information, right? So, when you have a conversation, and Darren, who I deeply care about, Ben, who I deeply care about, if we actually have a conversation, I will hear perspectives that
2: I don't have. I want to take a quick break from this discussion, this heated discussion uh to talk about and thank our sponsor Choctaw Casino and Resort guys we've talked about it for months now the brand new expansion that they uh that they did just back in August uh get yourself up there it is incredible it is one of those things it's like the grand canyon I tell people you have to see it in person words do not do it justice get yourself up to Choctaw Casino and Resort just an hour north in Durant Oklahoma uh up, up just north of DFW 3,300 slots, brand-new restaurants, resort-style pool, over 1,000 rooms. We stayed there uh, the night, and, and the, the rooms are top-notch, five-star-type hotel rooms. Get yourself up there. Get away from all this craziness and all this division. Go have yourself a great time up at Choctaw Casino Resort. Now back to the episode. One thing that my wife and I, I always say this, and very rarely do I get, like,
1: emotional about something. Like, I really, truly, like, am upset about something. And, but when I do, like, it's really quick. My wife's like, dude, why do you feel like that? Like something like that. Like, that's not true. Like quit being a, quit being a,
0: what, what does Tiffany say?
1: Quit being a softie Tyler. <laughs> and I'm like, and my, and my counter word? is, <laughs> she has used that. She actually has. You know <laughs> went to a really series? emotional time about two years ago, guys. <laughs> But, but here's the thing. And one of the things that I always say is like, and and I recognize with her too, and I'll tell other husbands this is like, listen, if your wife is upset about something, whether you think it's right or wrong, it's right to her because she feels it like it's her truth. It's my truth. When I get upset about something, Mm -hmm. same with you, Darren, like whatever you believe um, you know, with the vaccine or abortion or gun rights or right. rate, whatever it is, you believe that's your truth because that's your experience because you have lived a very different life than me. No Absolutely. two people can live the exact same life. Absolutely. So you, you have a different experience, different perspective, different lens. And so, until you have that conversation, like you said, Ben, like, how are you ever supposed to understand that if you're just in this echo chamber of people that are reinforcing the same things that you over that you want over to believe yeah, and absolutely. just strengthening them yes. and hardening you? That's the problem is we become so hardened and so callous. The second I hear liberal, ah, oh, I'm going to shut, you're, you're stupid. You don't know this. Okay. And it's like, hold on, hold on. What's the foundation of that thought process, right? Free choice. Like, hey, you get to choose or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, what? We just become so calloused that we hear a trigger word
2: that we shut down and we get defensive instead of listening. And and this is a great example of that. And the reason we do that is because we don't take the time to discover that person, who that person really is. This is a great example of that because I don't watch CNN. That's typically not a news network I agree with their... With what they said. Now I don't watch Fox either, but I get my, my sources more on the conservative side. Oh, that's oh, just where I tend to gravitate yeah. for my news. Having said that, it, I would have never have known who that guy – I mean, I've heard his name, but I always just painted him, oh, that's a CNN reporter, yeah. mm-hmm. right, or that's a CNN doctor. Yeah. If I had never taken the time to listen to that, now I actually respect that guy. He yeah, had a yeah. lot of great things. I really do truly believe he has a great heart. Yeah. He's trying his best. Yeah. If I had never taken the time to listen to that and to get to know that person – I'm, now, I'm not literally getting to know them, but my point yeah. is it's too much effort to get to know people. Yeah. We ju- it's just much easier to paint them with a broad that's brush, right, to, we- just, to just say that they're all that way, and that's racism. That's, every, that's any issue. It's just much easier to put everybody in a box yeah. and assume that because they're this you, way.
0: Because we normally, and it goes for myself and everybody else, we don't want to be uncomfortable. Bingo. We don't want to go down these roads of maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe I'm absolutely wrong by my stance.
2: For you personally, Darren, why is it uncomfortable to be wrong? Why is it uncomfortable? Yeah, like for you. Per- because, or maybe you've gotten yeah. to yourself where you're like you're okay with it. But- no, I, I'm not. I'm, I mean, let's
0: let's call it what it is. I, I, you know what? I can have an argument with my wife, and then she'll walk me down this, this road, and I'm like, damn, I'm fucking wrong. Yeah. But I'm still gonna, I'm I'm still not gonna admit it. Admit it. <laughs> I'm not, I'll never admit it, right? But I I think there's there's growth there. That's when you when when someone can walk you down a road and you can firmly admit, yeah, I was wrong in my thoughts. Or maybe, maybe I need to soften my thoughts. Now there's growth. Because when we when we just firmly believe and we surround ourselves with people who just believe and believe it's like we we're just going through this cycle of, Oh yeah, we're all, we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all the same. And then when you hear something else, it's division. Nope. I'm not listening to it. And that's, there's no growth in that. That's just a dark way of thinking, man. It's the only time you grow is when you can admit or see things and go, man, okay, that's a different perspective. i never heard that one. Like you just said, another guy that you listened to a little bit was, is it Sam Harris? Yeah. Right.
2: Love Sam Harris.
0: There's, You turn me on to Sam Harris. (laughs) He has a different perspective about things that's really opened my eyes to to certain topics to think, okay, I never thought maybe that there's some truth in there. Mm -hmm. But it's just the time. Just taking the time to to listen is growth. There's growth in that.
2: What is it for you, Tyler? Why Mm -hmm. is it uncomfortable for you when you're wrong?
1: Well, I mean, I say it all the time, right? We all struggle with ego right and And if we admit that we're wrong, we admit that we're weak, and nobody wants to be considered weak. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with that is in in any personal reactions, when somebody says, "You know what hey i didn't I didn't look at it that way, hey, I'm sorry, I was I was wrong, and I apologize. What does that immediately do to you if someone says that to it you? disarms you It, disar- it yep. disarms you. Yep. and guess what? Then you're actually, okay, I'm not on defense, I'm not on this. let's have a problem. conversation. Like it's crazy what what just that simple language that simple, um, you know that that simple interaction can do if you're just like hey listen, crap admit that I'm and guess what those are the people that I respect the most like s- some of the people that I think are the smartest people are the quickest to acknowledge hey dude I was wrong I, I jumped to an assumption there and I didn't have all the information. Yeah. I'm sorry mm-hmm. yeah I mean, it's crazy what that does, but but we are so we are so enamored with our ego, our ego just just consumes everything that we do because. Everything is forward-facing, what people think of us, what our reputation is, what our success level is, what our perceived family situation is, all these things that just that just boost this ego like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to do it myself. I'm good mm-hmm. enough. But when you admit that, that's a chink in that armor, right? Yeah. And admitting that you have a chink in And you're vulnerable. And none of us want to be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. But
0: that's where leadership is, though, man. 100%. I think that's where true leadership goes is when, like, I, I've been around my kids. My, my kids, I think when I really became – the, the, uh, a father that was showing true leadership is when my brother died and my kids saw me vulnerable. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they came to me and they, they saw me in that, that, that weakest moment. And then there was, after that, there was, there was a following. It's almost yeah. like they, they sat there and they said, okay, my, my dad bleeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got an emotional side to mm-hmm. him. And now my, my daughter and my son came to me. And it's similar to the same Way as a leader in, in a locker room, and you can admit, hey, man, I was wrong by that, man. Let's sit down. Let's talk about this, right? Like, if I sat down with you and I say, yeah, man, I was wrong. I went off on you on the football field, man. I shouldn't have did that, bro. I shouldn't have did that in front of any, everyone. You know, let's sit down. And let's talk about yeah. how we can take the next steps. That's when you have yeah, that's leadership. Right. You, but when you just sit there and say, no, I was right, and you try to drill it in someone's head, man, that's, you're not leading that
2: way. Yeah, you know what that is. That's authenticity. Yep. And people are attracted to, to authentic things right. and, and things they know are real. So your kids were attracted that. You know, for me, honestly, this is really silly to think this, but for me, it's the feeling that I'm dumb. If I'm wrong about something, that means I'm not intelligent. Hmm. That's how I That's how I translate it in my head. Oh, I'm wrong about this? That means because I struggled. I was an okay student growing up, but you would never say Ben's a smart – like. well, people would just to be nice, but – you would never put me at the top of the, I wasn't top 10%. Mm. There was nothing about me in my schooling that would say that I'm an intelligent person. Mm. So now when I take that to arguments, I have to be right because I don't want to be seen as dumb. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I want to be seen as a level, less than because some I'm some level, not intelligent. We all,
1: we, all, we have, mm. we have that, um, because yeah again it but it's ego right, right. it's like i don't want to look i don't want to look stupid in in the in the metaphorical version of it and the literal like okay yeah. he's literally not smart that's mm. or he's like dude you look like an idiot cuz you right. fought on the wrong side dude what do you you know wow. that,
2: we talked about this a while that's why i am so silent in new scenarios yeah. and subject matters that i know, that i'm not that i don't yeah, know I'm similar. i don't want to be perceived as mm. dumb right. so i just stay silent which has its drawbacks as well so yeah. i think of these arguments when we're having you know these conversations online or in person mm. It, part of it is like you said that ego of wanting to feel intelligent mm. uh-huh. and when i'm wrong i don't feel very intelligent i feel very dumb in those moments yeah. no, I, so I, wow that's
0: crazy you say go
2: ahead yeah i was
1: yeah. i was going to change the subject so if you if you had something to say on that no, go, ahead. go ahead i was going to say okay, me, so, so tell me darren, i'm smart what's your no. hey you're super smart Ben. <laughs> I'm not telling you that
2: no i want to so, hear from my dad darren darren tell me <laughs> no I'm smart no i'm not tell gonna me. tell you no no, it's not your fault, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not your fault.
1: <laughs> uh, what were you going to? So, say? my question to you is: Okay, look at the state of California. Do you yeah. think that the the government, the state government, should be able to mandate that children have to be vaccinated to go to school?
0: No, I. Uh, t- uh, here we go with mandates. Mm-hmm. Like
1: I just don't like mandates. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just. Yeah. I just yeah. What about I, this? Do you think that the state should be able to mandate? No, wearing seatbelts.
0: Look, I think there's laws in place. Like there are some firm laws that are in mm-hmm. place for the for for ourselves, right? right? I mean, there's just for our own health. There's mm-hmm. some 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 laws that are in place, um, and, and that specifically goes through you know car accidents and whatnot. But here we go with mandates again, right? No, no, no. But, that's yeah, I, I mean, here we go with these mandates again and again. Like depending on what side of the fence I'm on, Uh I might be okay with the mandate. Like I'm just being real about it, right? I mean, we we all we all have our own perspective of what we feel is right. How how many
2: vaccines did you have to take as a kid going to school? Oh my God. There were quite a few, yeah. Right? Were, hell yeah. So we were yeah, okay and, back then. and that's increased over the years. Right now, the point is obviously research well, and time I, I and think things it's like that.
1: Mandated anymore? You've got to have your vaccination cards. Right? I remember like, going
2: to school, no, your college. Right, you're I had right. to have a hepa- yeah. what was it, hepatitis or tetanus? Tetanus. Yeah. Like I those mean, were there's mandated. all those.
1: Yeah, there's all those, and 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 we've got friends though that are going to school, and like there was you know over the last few years, right? which, and again this it's funny, right? A lot of these a lot of the same people that said, "Oh no, 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 like I'm not putting that in my kid's body," are now on the other side of it like, "Oh no, you need you have to get this because mm-hmm. you need to save." It. It's just interesting, you know? right? And but there's a lot of people that are like all very <laughs> like natural, like yes. we're not putting any of that in our body. Absolutely. There's preservatives, there's all these things and like, "Okay, I get it." Um, that's a that that is a scenario though. And, and and some friends of ours had kids that didn't get vaccinated that got sick, that got this and spread it to their class. Like, they're literally endangering. No,
0: wait a minute. Even though the kids had
1: already been vaccinated. So that's vaccinated, the question. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say, yes, all those other kids were vaccinated because yeah. they're not requiring. So that's the same. So there's their, there that was the argument at that time before all the COVID stuff. It's like, okay, you chose not to get your, ch- your child vaccinated. vaccinated. Right. So, so now they're sick, but now you're mad at us because we also didn't get them vaccinated. So who's right there? So I get that. But is it... <laughs> is it in order to get an education in the state of California is is it right and, and if it's not if you don't believe it is mm-hmm. what can you do like as a as an individual like for me i do not think that my kids at at 9 7 and 4 years old yeah. should get a vaccine that doesn't have enough enough time to to see the long-term effects. The difference is Mm -hmm. these old vaccinations, there's 20, 30 years, 40 years of Of research, research of data, of case studies of what the actual effects and the studies are. Right. So I I could understand that, but this is just so new. And you could say, Hey, look, the technology has been around for 10 years and they just Mm -hmm. adjusted. it." It's like, okay, cool. But like they adjusted it. So there's a change. There's a change that hasn't been studied because this exact vaccine hasn't been used for 10 years. So it is something new. so, as a state, and you live in the state of California, I know, and a, this, is, this is something that I just heard recently, is parents are saying, hey, on this date, we are not sending our kids to school. Like, uh. we are, we, if, if Southwest Airlines pilots, if you firmly believe in it, you have to be willing to walk away from it. Yeah. As a parent, you have to be willing to say, okay, look, I just, I, it's not worth it to me to send them to school, Absolutely. and now I'm going to take on the yeah. burden of, yeah. of teaching my kid yeah. at home giving them the education that they need or sending them to private school and paying for it or yeah. whatever it is. So it's man, it's, it's a, it's a tough deal. And, and I, and I just, I have sympathy for the parents there that have to make that decision. Cause I don't think that that's a decision that they should have to make.
2: Yeah. But it goes back to, to putting yourself out a little bit, inconveniencing yourself. Those parents have made the decision. Cause that's going to be very inconvenient to keep yeah. their kids home from school yeah. that day. Yeah, Very inconvenient. But they've decided this is important enough for me. Yeah. To to go through that that minor inconvenience. So just take that same mentality to whatever it is that you're inspired to believe in, right? Mm -hmm. If it's that important to you, be okay with the minor. That's the problem. And I'll speak for myself. I don't, I don't have very, very, I never like to be inconvenienced. Mm -hmm. I'll avoid inconvenience at all costs. And so I'm just okay going along to get along so that I don't have to go through any inconvenience. The problem becomes when we do that more often, too often, and things just, you just get steamrolled. Yeah, yeah. So whatever cause, it doesn't have to be the vaccine, doesn't have to be, whatever cause it is, if it's that it's we talked about this a few weeks ago, the civil rights movement. Do you think Rosa Parks, she had to be very uncomfortable in that scenario, Yeah, right? Yeah. To, to, to fight back. Right. That was very inconvenient to have to go spend the night in jail. Mm-hmm. But it was important enough to her to stand up in that moment. Right. So whatever it is that you're fighting for, Realize it's not just you're not just going able to skate through on un, yeah, it's gonna be uncomfortable, it's yes, gonna right. get uncomfortable. Yeah, it's the person that can handle that discomfort the most that's probably gonna come out the other side, you yeah. know, this, and that that goes across the board.
0: This is you just said that about California State. Of, I don't know, I mean, look, I'm not, I have a five year old, I'm not looking to get him vaccinated, I'm not, no, like, yeah, many other period. So, I mean. But, again, let's, let's put, the, put us ourselves in those situations. Let's say you're in California and your kids are in the public school program, you know, schools, and, and you sit there and you think, what if I don't have the resources to just get up and move? Because a lot of us, some of us may have some resources to just get up and move. But a lot of us like, don't. I don't like what's going on in California. I'm moving to Texas, yeah. right? 99% of the people in this world, in this country, probably don't have those resources.
2: All right, take another quick break to thank our newest partner sleep number that's right the official sleep partner of the dallas cowboys is now the official sleep partner of the darren woodson show and guys we talk about it every single time we've come on here the technology that sleep number is implemented into their mattresses is second to none it tells you so many different metrics to keep you recovered to keep you performing at your highest level we all know that we suffer when we don't sleep well and every single time Sleep Number comes through with their technology, with their smart Sleep Number 360 beds. Go to sleepnumber.com, check out their beds. It's a customized approach. It fits you and your needs. Go check out a Sleep Number store. Wherever you are, they're all over the place, and go get yourself involved. Thank you so much, Sleep Number. We love the partnership, love the extra content where they were able to bring you guys because of them. Uh, so, like I said, go you know, check out sleepnumber.com. Now back to the episode. Well, so what do they do? And the other thing is, and I told, like, hey, if that's the decision you made for your family, it's best for me to leave and yeah. go, then that's that's great. And maybe, hopefully, that will create change. But the problem is you just get up and leave. Nothing gets solved. Nothing
0: right? gets solved. You got to stand up. So, so, so I yeah. do
2: commend those parents that yeah. say, hey, we're not going to leave. We're just going to keep our kids home. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to stand up. We can't yeah. leave or yeah, whatever so, their scenario is. So who gets,
0: gets burdened then? The school makes money off the fact that you
1: have students in the
0: classroom,
1: right? Right, yeah. Well, so, the, so, so schools, so the school gets burdened because schools get funded by attendance. Right. So the state reimburses the schools for every day that that student is there. That's why schools are pushing so hard for, you know, perfect attendance. And they become more and more strict on attendance right. rules because funding is directly tied to the amount of days that you show up to school. So now the, the thought is, okay, our kids don't school, go to school. The school doesn't get funding. The funding then pushes back to the state and, and there's this there's this change that's being made. My question on this is, my, is it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to comprehend because I look at you know I look at being in a leadership role. Am I gonna make like a unilateral decision just on what I believe for millions and millions and millions of people without really truly understanding? Is yeah. there is was there ever a vote? And I don't know this answer. Was there ever a vote that the citizens of the state of California say, yes, I think kids should be vaccinated? And if there's a majority vote that says, yes, they should be vaccinated, okay, then listen, like, the people have spoke. I've chosen to live in a place where a majority of the people feel this way. Look, the majority rules, That's that. it is what it is. That's why we vote certain people in, because majority of the people vote a certain way. So I just, I don't understand... Is okay, what are you trying to protect? Right? If you're a leader, if you're a politician in California, what is the reasoning behind this? Is is there and that this is this is where I said I'm not a conspiracy guy, but like, is there funding that benefits the state from the pharmaceutical companies for imposing these vaccines? Is there is there alternative benefits? Or are they just that scared of liability? That they just don't want to get sued because if they don't have everybody vaccinated. But what is their base saying?
2: Right, those at that our office. What, what is their base yeah. saying? Like you said, the majority have spoken. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna placate to the majority.
1: Yeah, but that but what what are they saying? And I don't know because no. I would I would argue, and again I'm just making stuff up. I would argue that even if you voted for Governor Newsom, that you are ha- you have some hesitation when there's no. a mandate to to vaccinate kids down to four years well, old.
0: Well, it goes – that speaks to Texas as well, right? So there's mandates that, you know, Abbott, his base is, you know, mostly cause it's going to be a conservative base. Huh. You know, he's going to that, – that's who he's going to serve, right? right that's right. what he's going to say. So he's going to say no mandates. Yeah. Right? So that – it, and it's a give and take. It just depends on where you are and yeah. where you live, yeah. you know. In, and isn't it pretty choices.
2: incredible if you take a 30,000-foot view that we can even have this discussion yeah. – that we can live in a place that we can even have the opportunity to go to another state if you want to. Yeah. That's different than, than, than what Uh, you believe in differently. Isn't that pretty amazing? It is. So
1: that's, I mean, uh, you're, you hit it on the head, dude. Be like, even as look as, as crazy as the time is in this country, we still get to have these conversations. If you want to like you said, if you want to move, you can move. Yeah. And look, I could choose to live in a state and I could I could choose to vote a certain way that these things are being implemented and I could choose to live there because that makes me happy. Great. If you don't, then you get you have the choice to go somewhere else. Yeah, but yeah. See, that's that's what I said earlier though. That's the part But that, do you the do you have the choice? Yeah, like I mean Something some about. of a
0: like 97 98% of the country can't afford to just right. get up to and To just and get move. up and go. Just can't yeah. do there,
2: it. I don't know. Ninety-seven percent. I have no idea. But you're right. There is a percentage of people that. But we always talk about taking personal. I've got to think there's a way you can figure it out some way somehow. I agree. Look, so yeah, it's not, not wait wait. I think let's if you live,
1: back. I think if you live in South Dakota, certain areas of South Dakota where cost of living is extremely low and you, like, I have to be in California, I think that, yeah, that's probably, okay, that's so, probably But if you're in a state like California or New York, and you're like, I don't like how this is going, um, the only major cost, let's say I rent, I don't own anything, I don't have a vehicle, so my costs are, I've got to get transportation.
0: Yeah,
2: well, I, 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 well I, do want, I do want to hear your perspective, Darren, because my thought is, yes, you can. But no, you can't. Rest, like, I mean, just think this.
0: The, okay, let's just go back to... to to what happened in New Orleans when the floods came, right? Because mm-hmm. people couldn't leave. People are like, oh, you can get out. You can, they could, they don't have cars mm-hmm. to leave. Like we we're looking, we live in a freaking bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the people in this country are living check to check, don't have cars, catch mean- the transit system. I like there's a huge, huge number of people around this country that just don't have access to just say, okay, I'm gonna pick up. Matter yeah. of fact, I'm gonna sell my little. house and I'm going to move to Texas. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I think
1: that's a like, hey, I'm going to make the decision and do it tomorrow. No, but you look at everything after Hurricane Katrina, Houston's population grew by almost 100,000 people.
0: Yeah, because they, you know what? The government sent buses and they took them people to Houston. They didn't, that wasn't something that they said, okay, we're just going to, that was aid yeah government aid to help i understand them that here.
1: but you're telling me that that nobody some people don't have the capacity to say hey okay hey i need to go from i got shipped to houston i've actually i want to actually get back to shereeport
0: Yeah, all could go back but i'm talking like listen you're talking about california watts uh Inglewood, uh you you name it in that mm-hmm. city in that in that city a lot of those people i grew up in, in Phoenix, like, we couldn't just get up and leave. My mom would say, hey, man, we're going to move to Texas. Shit. We're living check to check. We don't even have a car. Our car don't even work. How are we going to get to Texas? And where are we going to stay when we get to Texas? And You know, I mean, yeah, you don't so have, So I, I,
1: Here's an argument. Here's an argument for that. So uh, I do believe that... Um, part of it is a choice and what you're familiar with what you're comfortable with and that and that is a huge obstacle to get over i'm not i'm not discrediting that but are you do you mean to tell me that people in south central la and in inglewood and in marysville arizona have Less resources than immigrants in Mexico that figure no, out they don't. That figure out they a way walked to walk
0: themselves across the border. But we're not talking about we're talking about people that have lived in a place for a long time and have just don't just flat out don't have the resources. Now, if you want to just immigrate, I think it's I think I think we're sitting on this set right now. We are living in a freaking bubble. Let's no go doubt, to, I'm let's, not arguing. With you. Let's no. go to West Dallas, just down the street here, and see kids that. Whose grandmothers live with them, who are you know are, are diabetics and they can't get out of the bed and they're living in a shanty like that. That's what that's what I'm saying. We are privileged and there's a number of us that are privileged, a large percent of this country that is privileged to do whatever they want to do. My my problem is. Like if I want to, if I'm in California, and these mandates are coming down, and I just don't have the resources. I'm just gonna have to suffer through this. Well, do you suffer through it? But or take but, a stance, a hard stance on my own and, take a hard serve. stance,
2: or yes. and or you know what? This time has inspired me more than ever. Something I never really cared about, getting educated and voting. And I'm yes. not talking about just the presidential. I'm talking about your your local. Your local elections, things that you can, actual things that you can make change in your community. So getting educated on that, stop being apathetic Mm -hmm. on these vote and keep voting in or letting the majority vote in these people and actually get educated and actually go out and make a difference that uh, way as well. That's another thing. If you literally can't move. And Darren,
1: this is a question and this is not me, me being confrontational. Do you, uh, do you believe that some people have no control over their destiny?
0: Uh, in this country,
1: in this
2: country,
0: you're not talking about just. No, I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I
1: think I think there's international. Are you international about free? Cases.
2: Are you going down the free will discussion?
1: I mean, that's that's a that's an element of it. But do you believe that? Hey, look, I'm I'm looking I'm looking Ted in the eye and say, like, Hey, look, there's nothing you can do to make your life better.
0: Uh, well, look, like, but there's a lot of people that. Mentally, okay yeah uh, oh, look Look. yeah of... i agree i agree I, with you. I, I there's people that, that need 100
1: of... caretakers I, I get it there, well, what, there's so that where are we going? so we're talking we're talking someone that has the capacity to think for themselves if you have the and capacity, provide for themselves if
0: you have the capacity to think and
1: provide for yourselves yes you have a pathway to success do you think that our country provides that opportunity as good as anyone oh globally? absolutely in, in in the world yes uh-huh. absolutely. absolutely so then why do you why do you think that you don't, some people don't have the opportunity to move locations because I, I still think
0: there's a part of us that we're not thinking like, I think we I think we got to take ourselves out of our lifestyles where we are right uh-huh. now because I think we, we live again. We're in a bubble and we're seeing things for where they are. I work with a group called C5 Texas here locally mm-hmm. in Dallas mm-hmm. where kids are living with uncles and aunts and in a one bedroom house. And there's eight people in one in one room. And it's one child mm-hmm. And the grandmother who is, who's overseeing these and they can't, there's no moving around. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no getting around. Like, like I, I live that way. I've seen people struggle and not have resources. Just go to the doctor, go. to. There's no, there's a food desert out there. There's nowhere to go get food outside the, the stop and go or seven 11. That's down the street.
1: Like they're not healthy. Yeah. I a hundred percent. I think, I think I we're probably saying different things, because I'm not saying, hey, I don't, everybody has the capacity in this country to make a decision that 30 days from now you're going to move across the country and you can do that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, hey, if you are unhappy and you do not want to be where you are at. If
0: you have the proper resources, yes, you can do what you, what you have to do.
1: Yes. yes. And, and look, and, and, I, and, I, and I use your story. Um, yep. So, Randy, prime example. Someone that said, hey, listen, I understand my circumstances. I do not want to stay in this, and I don't want the people that I love to be in these, in these circumstances mm-hmm. anymore, right? And, and I would say he had as fewer resources as anybody in this North Texas bubble growing up, right? But I do believe that there is an opportunity – and it, and it takes mentorship. It takes coaching. It takes people coming from outside the community, going in and pouring into those people, giving them the belief that they can do it. There's all sorts of things that, that are going into it. But I would disagree in saying, hey, look... Just because you are living in South Central L.A., you are stuck there. No, I wouldn't say that. that. I wouldn't say that. Look, and that's how I took it. So if I'm argumentative about it, that's why I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I think there's opportunity if you want to get
2: out of California. You can get out of California. I think
0: there's opportunity for those like the Randy Bowmans who's a superstar, sharp kid that ended up getting out, right, found a way to get out. I was going to
2: say, he was was blessed with a very high intelligence. And
0: he will tell you in a heartbeat, and he just said it on our show, uh, I was one of the absolute few. Mm -hmm. who ended up getting out of the situation right because of all the other things that are out there you got to survive you got to go eat here comes the criminality here comes the fact that mom mom has not put food on the table in three weeks guess what
1: Mm -hmm. i'm working
0: we're gonna go get this food yeah Yeah. and it may not be the right way it might be in a criminal element which is the reason why the, the, the jail cells are filled with you know african and brown you know African-Americans, they try. They're trying to fucking survive. Yeah, it's like a survival mode. So I don't know, man. I like there's there's a part of it that, that when I look at it and I say, yeah, there are there is an opportunity to get out of any type of situation that you currently are in. Right. But there's also all these other sides of things that don't allow you to get there there's these walls that are there that are in the way, these obstacles that are in the way. Well, I got to eat. I can't go get good food. So I can't think I can't go to school because I'm fucking hungry. And you know and that's I mean? where people come in and, and that's help. where, yeah. that's where they have to come in and, and hopefully serve or you find the right. By the way. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's no doubt. And, and I would I hundred percent agree with you. Uh, there's and look, I'm going to, I'm going to lump people in. This isn't me being stereotypical. This isn't me, but like kids in Frisco, Texas, if they're running a hundred meter dash, They are cruising straight through, and I believe that there are people that have a 100-meter dash, but they've got hurdles every seven yards, and they've got to jump over all of those hurdles to get to that 100 yards. It's really hard to compete when you don't have those hurdles. I get it, and I'm acknowledging that. Um, I just, and and the reason I brought that up, it was more of like, listen, like it's an encouragement and those that are running a straight 100, guess what? When you get to that hundred, turn around and go encourage that guy that's running those hurdles that he can get over those hurdles and he can get there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Look, I I think there's a lot on our minds, obviously Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot we're thinking about. Yeah. You say we're in a bubble, but that doesn't mean we're immune to this stuff. There's a lot going on. There's a lot we're worried about. And what I love is that, and we'll continue this discussion, you know, this, this, is, this is important. People need to be having these discussions cordial, thought out, with people that they respect. And I think that's the whole point of this. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Darren's coming to this conversation with his, home, with his own life. Mm-hmm. Tyler, same thing, me, myself. We're all coming at this with our different experiences. But because we've taken the time to get to know each other, to build a relationship, we can have these discussions. I don't hate Darren because he thinks differently than me or Tyler. Mm-hmm. Right, just because we disagree, we've taken the time to get to know each other, and that would be my hope and encouragement for people listening: is that you take the time to listen. No. I hate uh,
1: you, whether I agree with you or I not. I that, can't
2: stand you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> love you. <ya>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think next week, uh, you know, it, like I said, there's a lot of issues yeah. right now. I think next week uh, we need to have the discussion on the economy yeah and where we're headed and the worry there and you said most of us live paycheck to paycheck i would i would argue it doesn't really matter your income most of us still, still live do. paycheck yeah. to paycheck yeah, yeah. because no matter how much you make you're going to spend that much more yeah. typically so that's a discussion we need to have of that's right. where are y'all's heads at going forward uncertain economic, economic times yeah how can we, you know, better ourselves? Do that. And so, I think you you just
1: summed it up really well. Ben is is the point of this conversation. We kind of bounced around, and we're here, and we're there. Yeah. Is that <laughs> is that ultimately? I don't believe. I I I refuse to believe, and I haven't seen enough evidence out there to prove me wrong. Is I refuse to believe that there are more bad people than good people. Yeah, I right. refuse to believe that. So I do believe that as we're looking at this perspective, do I think that Joe Biden wants this country to to burn? No, I don't. So as we look at it, please, please have... Just take a step back and have a perspective of, okay, look, they they believe something different than me, whether they're not fully educated or, hey, look, maybe they have a life experience that's different or whatever it is. They think differently, but like you said... Take the time to hear them out. Hear that. Hear out why. Because the Sanjay Gupta episode with with Joe Rogan, if you just jump to a conclusion because he's CNN medical correspondent and he is he's the way and he thinks that way and he's wrong and he's an idiot, and if you didn't actually hear why he thinks certain ways, like you wouldn't have the perspective to
2: say, okay, I'm, I get it. And don't just don't and. I do encourage, highly encourage everybody to go listen to that episode, and also don't just take the clips that people are putting out there for clickbait, because yeah. they're taking these very small portions of the conversation. They're acting like that was the entire conversation. Yeah. Mm. It never got, it never got flagrant. They never mm. were yelling at each other. Yeah. They were having an honest discussion yeah. with each other, and it was just he did a try a to clear up the the comment about the prescription that he yeah. was taking. Yeah, that was he did try funny. to clear that. Well, was his bosses. Yeah. He's trying which to. Which one was that? So uh, CNN said that that. Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormer. Yeah. Because the medicine, the medication, part of the medication has been used on horses. Uh But it's also been used for... A lot of it's also been used on a ton of people. Yeah, uh, but CNN painted it this picture that it's he like was there's using so many memes warmer. now. It's hilarious. Yeah, they, it's, it's like, it's like Joe
1: Rogan. Joe Rogan drinks fluid used as a uh, engine coolant. <laughs> and it's like yeah. water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe,
2: yeah, Joe Rogan <laughs> says I, I, I think it's a good idea for people to drink water. And then the CNN per, or the CNN headline is Joe Rogan recommends engine or er, er, wow. fluid commonly used in engine coolant or something like that. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of junk out there. You gotta be able to decide to laugh at yeah. it too, but, man. But and have some conversation some yeah. real conversations with people. Get yeah. in person. Yeah. Love on people. I mean, this is you know, we're only gonna make this through by listening. Yeah. And and getting together. there yeah. any final thoughts? No.
0: Uh hey, great show, man. Great topics. Man, Thank you. The topics are getting better. Thanks, Tyler, for bringing up that topic today instead of
1: granted. Ty I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Dave, thank you, man. That was all Dave. Yeah. Uh, and that we spent all all an hour on, a, on our strategy call talking about that, and he took all the all credit.
2: All the credit. Yeah. All did he? Oh, the, oh, I know he did. Who sent the calendar oh. invite for the That's the a good meeting? point. He does have record of it. <laughs> <laughs> he does have record of it. Whitney?
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah, Whitney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. All right,
2: guys. We love you. We appreciate you. Please, if there's anything that you can do for us, it's to share the show. Please recommend this to your friends. Mm. If you laughed, if you thought it was good, if you learned something today, please share it with others. That's the best. Biggest thing you can do to help us follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Darren Woodson show. Follow us on YouTube or subscribe on YouTube. What are you going to call it? Yeah. The Darren Woodson show. Uh, we're trying to grow this thing. We appreciate yep. you guys. We appreciate your support. And, and lastly, and Tyler's going to close us out. Lastly
1: is, is all of those are incredible, but if you do none of those, <clears throat> please try to do this is have a conversation with the intention of understanding, not winning. Mm. Try to understand, why someone thinks the way that they do instead of going in, trying to convince them or win the argument.